Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hello, and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily, a writer. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two type 1 diabetics trying to live our best lives. It's not always easy with the literal highs and lows. But it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, Emily here. Miriam's on a break this week doing her important therapist things. Um, But not to worry, it's not just going to be me sitting here chit-chatting. I am so excited to announce uh, today's guest, which is none other than Sarah Johnson, aka at the Diabetic Cactus on Instagram. You know who she is. You should follow her if you don't. She's amazing. Why do I talk like this? Welcome, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> L O L. Basically, I'm just like a whirlwind of um, I mean, I feel speaking. That. Oh, I wish you were here with me, Sarah. I'm just gazing into her eyes over FaceTime. I know. I feel like we are here. together. It's like, what's up? And we're so close. We don't even live that far. Oh my God. Soft saws. It's true. I need to come out to you. Okay. Well, before I start rambling on one of my bizarre tangents, um, this episode is going to be all things about pump breaks. I thought it was really cool when a whole bunch of fellow pals decided to take a little hiatus from their pumps when they were feeling a little bit over um extended if you will with uh or whatever individual reasons people may have for taking a pump break but um i was just with sarah i want to say like a month ago um maybe a little over yeah maybe a little over and we were discussing how she was on she's on the, at the time she was on the Omnipod and how she was about to take a pump break and I was like we got to do an episode about this it's very interesting so Sarah can you tell us a little bit about your decisions to put a pause on your Omnipod lifestyle yeah so I have been pumping backstory I've been pumping since I was in fifth grade I'm how am I 25 now so like a pretty long time like probably over 10 years definitely over 10 years um <laughs> but it's so funny me and my parents when I went on the break like I was like does anyone so yeah good. well I was so like does good. anybody remember when I started a pump and both of them were like no and I was like okay me either the only thing I remember from starting a pump is I was almost passed out and that's the closest I've ever been to like passing out is when they put it in me oh my but God. I know so um So I've been pumping for like a really long time. Let's just leave it at that. And I was kind of getting tired of the sites for Omnipod. I went on the Omnipod because I was tired of the tube because I had a tube for like ever. And I was on the Omnipod for about a year and a half, a little less than a year and a half. And the sites were just like really bothering me. Um, They weren't working. I could only put them on like one spot of my body, which is like the front of my stomach. And then that was also my favorite CGM spot. So then I could put my CGM there. So I was just like, you know what? Yeah. So I was like, maybe I'll go back on my tandem because I still had that. And but I was like, uh, I was like, maybe I'll just cut it clean and like start fresh, go back on the pens. Well, go. I say go back on the pens. I don't think I was ever on pens before. And if I was, I have literally no memory of it. Um, but I was just like, I'm just gonna go back, start fresh, and then and see how it goes and now I don't think I'm gonna go back on a pump I was gonna say a pod on a pump 
So a, a little interjection here. Um, obviously, every the way everyone treats their diabetes is very specific to themselves. We're not mm-hmm. suggesting that you take a pump break or that you yeah. switch from multiple daily injections, which is how we're going to call it for the rest of the episode, MDI, um, back to a pump. Uh, it's very specific to each person and, you know, what you have accessible to you and what kinds of insurance you're able to get. And there's so many different things that go into your personal diabetes care. Um, just a little bit of lingo for those non-type 1 diabetics who are listening. We know you're out there. Um, <laughs> there are different types of pumps right now on the market. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the U.S., I believe the only tubeless insulin pump is Omnipod, or let's at least say the most widely used used tubeless insulin pump is the Omnipod. That's the pump therapy that I use. I am obsessed with the Omnipod. It does have its occasional issues and there are definitely limitations as far as where placement goes um, on the body. I believe it's only FDA recommended that you place it on your stomach, arms, thighs, and upper buttocks um, (laughs) because I just wanted to say the word buttocks. And, you know, I'm sure there's other places that I'm forgetting. The body is a place. It is a temple. It is a wonderland if you are John Mayer. (laughs) But um, it's definitely has its limitations, and it is a little bit of a heavier situation in terms of what's on your body since it is tubeless. The actual insulin tank, if you will, is on the body, so it's a little bit heavier. Um, I've been talking a lot with fellow pals who are on the Omnipod um, in terms specifically uh, Kendall, AKA at the sweet librarian, love of our lives. Love her. We love her. Uh, shout out to you, Kendall. Uh, <laughs> she and I were having a whole rant sesh yesterday about how we get infections or severe irritations from the Omnipod on our stomachs. I've actually talked to my doctor about this because it literally is. I don't want to say only just my stomach where I get infections. I've had bad sites. I've had things go wrong. I've been on the Omnipod for five and a half years now or five years now. And um, when you get an infection from a pump site, it is real unfortunate. It is like it. It's just a lot of different things that could go wrong. I mean, I had to be on antibiotics at one point, I believe, from that infection. Anyways, I'm going off on another tangent. (laughs) I still wear my Omnipod, and I love it. I had a horrible experience with MDI when I was first diagnosed. I was using the wrong size needle, so I was giving myself hematomas left and right. Uh, But again, that had a lot to do with my care at the time, so things are changing. Had... The companion medical in-pen been available when I was first deciding my management, I think it would have been a huge game changer for me. Um, and that kind of leads me into what, you know, I want to talk to you about a little bit more, Sarah, is how you, like, I understand. Oh, one more thing I wanted to mention back on the pumps. Tandem is a pump company that has a tubing pump and they are actually, you know, similar if you I'm totally gonna get vilified for saying this but similar <laughs> if uh if you will I keep saying if you will kill me um to Medtronic and um mini med like you know some of the other pumps that are on the market they do have their own different capabilities tandem has a touch screen um nowadays and they do have basal IQ and all these really fun I have mine right here 
Oh my god! Not hey. to interject. I just have it. I no, realized. do it up. I'm just going on a tangent. But basically, there are different types of pumps. You can look them up if you if you want um, and learn more about them. But so it sounds like Sarah's been on a few different types of pumps. Is where yes. I was getting with this. So she definitely knew her options and knows what's available to her. And here we are with now your smart insulin pen. Tell us more. Yeah. So um, I wanted to try. Um, the in pen. I literally forgot its name for two seconds. She's um, holding it. Yeah. <laughs> I have it sitting here just so I can look at it if I need a little inspiration. Um, I wanted to it's try pink. it because I cute. was, yes. Um, cause I was like coming off of being on a pump for so long. I was really nervous and I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to do the calculations. Like side note, I'm terrible at math. I barely Sweet. passed math in high school. Um, so I was like, I have literally no idea what I'm going to do, but I know I need to like get off the pump for a little bit so I had seen people using the end pen and I was like I'm gonna try and just see if that one works also it has an app I'm a huge techie person so I was like so down to learn all about it um and then basically the app acts like a pump almost where it has your insulin sensitivities your carb ratios in it and your correction factor and you could also hook your Dexcom up to it. I don't have my Dexcom hooked up to it because I didn't want to see it yeah, like in the app all the time. So I just have it where I can enter my blood sugar and it'll tell me if I should take a correction. And then um, if I put carbs in, it'll tell me how much to take for carbs based on like what my settings are at that time of day. So it sounds very similar to a pump, but it is, without it is having so similar to you. Yeah. Yeah, without having it tethered, without having it in the same spot for a bunch of days, it is, like, almost identical. So how has your – I know, okay, this has always been, like, one of I, – I do contemplate going on pump breaks. I think changing up your management in a safe environment is very important to avoiding diabetes burnout. I second uh, She's she's doing a head nod. Um, I, I was second that. For those who can't see, but if you can't see, that's terrifying because it should just be <laughs> the two of us here. Um, but I mean, I've only ha- as someone who's only had type one diabetes for five and a half years, coming on six years. Like, I feel like it's. I mean, I definitely struggle with it, and I definitely have ups and downs, and I have moments where I'm feeling burnout. But I think I haven't had it necessarily long enough to feel the level of like f this that most people who've had it for 15 20 30 you know your mom like how long yeah. had 50 oh five? she would kill me if i said the actual number but it's, okay. it, it's a pretty long time um for those of you that want to hear sarah's diagnosis story and her mom's diagnosis story you should head to that episode called dr diabetes was well no what was dr. it diabetes Dr. Diet. We were just talking about this and I totally just butchered it. <laughs> but basically Sarah's mom is an amazing fellow type one diabetic and a doctor and is, has such, such a lovely human basically. <laughs> and, um, so Sarah has definitely been well-versed in care. Been through it. <laughs> and her mother as well. Yeah. Oh, so what was, uh, what was your mom's reaction when you wanted to switch back? So it's so funny, and I don't know if she'll be mad at me for saying this, but when I told her I wanted to go to the Omnipod, she was, like, really against it, and she was like, like, I wouldn't do it, blah, 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 you have a perfectly fine pump, and I was like, I just want to experience life without a tube, so, and then, funny story, a few weeks later, she went on the Omnipod, so I was like, oh, well, yeah, Uh, but 
So when I called her about this, I had, like, a little bit of PTSD from that conversation, and I was like, oh, my God, she's going to, like, not be into it. She's going to tell me that I shouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. And so I called her, and she was like, oh, she's like, I get it. I totally get it. She's like, and then we went through, you know, why I was having all the sight problems and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, I totally get it. Um, Do whatever you think is, like, going to be best for you basically was the end of it and I was like okay cool so I have the go-ahead from my mom um and then I like talked to my dad really briefly about it backstory I work with my dad so I was like this is gonna be more like in your face if that makes sense and he was like yeah just do whatever you think is best no one really like questioned me too much which I was like yes we interrupt this episode with a word from one of our sponsors companion medical Hey Em, I know you love staying on top of the Dietech out there. Have you heard of the cool Bluetooth insulin pen with an app called the InPen? Yes, I've seen it on Instagram. Doesn't it record your insulin doses and have a dose calculator that you can use? Yeah, but it does so much more than that. It's so cool. It makes multiple daily injections so much easier. Using dosing information sent from the pen, the app can track the insulin given, calculate doses, share therapy data with your doctor and family, and much more. Okay, that's insane. That sounds amazing. It's a must-have, and it's compatible with Humalog or Novolog insulin cartridges, available by prescription only. To simplify your MDI diabetes management, visit companionmedical.com backslash inpen. Now back to the episode. I love it. Score. I love the support. Um, Yeah. And so that is, like, obviously one of the bigger challenges of switching back to MDI or if you're on MDI is... I feel like a lot of people think of insulin pump as being or a big reminder of having diabetes and being more in your face. But when you have MDI, you do have to give yourself injections. Obviously, that's what it is. So you can't just whip out your phone or whip out your your pump or your PDM if you're an Omnipod user and just, you know, discreetly give yourself a bolus. You can discreetly give yourself whatever you want. And I'm a big proponent of not being discreet. You do, you Mm -hmm. live your life. I'm not saying flash your needle in someone's face, but I am saying... Oh my God, I literally thought you were going to say something else. S-O-S, no. I mean, let's uh, let's stay legal, but stay fresh, kids. Um, And it's definitely, you know, people have different reactions to seeing a needle than they do to seeing your tube or to seeing your handheld device and just keep that in mind never change who you are what you're doing never avoid giving yourself an injection because of something like that Um, I just think that's something that needs to be factored in when you're deciding to go to MDI is like am I gonna be hiding this am I gonna be nervous to give myself an injection and if the answer is yes don't do that take a step back it's so funny um side story i have a friend alex emily you've met him i was at a cafe yeah, with him a few that. weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> i was at a cafe a few weeks with him um working on some stuff and i took an injection he was like oh my god that made me so dizzy and i was like sorry i was like i said sorry not in like an apologetic no, yeah. way as in sorry i have to take care of myself yeah sorry not and he sorry. was like it's fine right yeah and i think exactly. it's it's hard to compartmentalize that like my first reaction when if i you know prick my finger which is something that doesn't necessarily happen even that often at all these days thanks dexcom um is it, it you know like when I think it's important for me to think back, which is easy for me because it was only like five or six years ago, to think back before I was diagnosed and my reaction at seeing a needle in the wild and not expecting it. I, you know, I'm guilty of 
being surprised. Have I ever been like, oh, I wish someone wouldn't do that at the table or, oh, please don't do that? Absolutely not. I would have never said that. Um, But there are people that are only thinking of themselves and are only, you know, maybe they have a phobia of that. There are things that go on. Just don't change who you are for them. So Alex is a dope kid, but he can shut up. (laughs) I have No, I have another friend who hates the smell of alcohol swabs and I'm like, great. The literally the one, and I don't clean my skin off every time I like take an injection. Sorry, not sorry. But not alone. when I was changing my pod the one time, she was like, oh, I hate the smell. And I was like, sniff somewhere right else. Now? Yeah. Um, I know I've said this before, but when, since I was diagnosed in college, you know, a lot of times I'd be in the dining hall and um, I had to prick my finger once or twice. And I had a friend who was, he was like, can you not do that at the table? And I was like, and like we, we stayed friends, but I, it was like, I had just been diagnosed. So that was something that was like, obviously really affected the way that I viewed it. And just one comment like that, um, I'm sure it can, it can really send you spiraling and it's triggering. It is because like, you know, we have this chronic illness and it is chronic. Like there Mm -hmm. does not go an hour maybe not an hour, but there doesn't go a day where I don't think about diabetes. It's in every decision mm-hmm. that we make. And I was like, you know what, dude, I'm, yes, I will. I will wipe this blood all over your face if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I never said that and I would never do that. It's very unhygienic. Do not recommend. Yeah. Uh, but you get the picture. <laughs> don't make it into a murder scene. Yeah. Just politely tell them you have to do I'm it. I'm not saying to like, you know, pull a carry and run around, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> So I just think it's really cool that you decided to take this break and you, you don't, you don't see an end in sight. No. So, I mean, a good example was like when I was on the pump and I would exercise, I would like super spike up to like two fifties, three hundreds, and then come down because exercising would bring me down. Now that I'm on the pens and I don't know if it has to do with long acting insulin or what, but I like don't even go over like 150 and I hardly crash. It's insane. Yeah, it's so, and I just started working out a few days ago and I was like mind blown because I was honestly terrified to work out because I was like, I don't even know how this is going to go because like, you know, once you take your long acting insulin, it's in you for like 24 hours or with your SIBA up to 36. So I was like, I'm terrified to work out that I'm just going to be like low the whole time. And then when I did and I wasn't, I was like, oh my God. God, I was like, what have I been doing this whole time? I was like, I'm definitely on pens for a while now. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I found like my insulin sensitivities have been better. Um, and I think that's just from not having like sites in the same spot for three days. Yeah. Um, I can inject on my legs and on my arms, which I used to never use um, those two spots before because I found that anywhere I had the Omnipod that it might like hit something um, that it would just like be a no go. Really? And it would, become like instantly painful yeah so I would like never put it on my arms because I sleep on my sides um and never put it on my legs because just like getting in and out of the car you like hit your leg on the steering wheel and it's like instant pain so I was like no like screw this yeah I almost and I weirdly feel like I have more freedom now on pens I think there is something liberating about you having less medical devices constantly on you like I took a shower well and it's just like you can inject wherever yeah remember I texted you and Jillian and I was like guys I took a naked shower and like you just get it like 
Yeah. The, the stars align what? and you're not like my mm-hmm. Dexcom change and my Omnipod change happened at the same time. And I was like yeah. tearing up. I was like, I'm free. Yeah. What's well, so funny the other night I had, a, I was having Dexcom problems and I had to change it at like 1am. So I just took it off and for like half an hour, I didn't have any, I didn't have it on. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, I was like, oh my God, I have no medical devices on me at all right now. I was like, this is weird. But I was like, but it feels good. But I was like, but nervous. But yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. It's so weird that that's like a world we live in, but we're also so hashtag blessed that we have access to these amazing life-changing devices. Yeah. Um, But I just love that, I mean, like, not to like make this a love fest about something that I've never used, but I love that (laughs) it Companion Medical does all the calculations for you because that's always been my biggest issue. if you know god forbid something ever happened to my pump and i had to go 24 hours without it i'm always like oh my god okay well i have to give myself this much but i have this much in me and you know like what if i forget that i took an injection and then i stack and it's like yeah well yeah and that was my thing is i don't remember like i never had to manage my diabetes off of a pump right so i don't even know like I would have to relearn all of that, which I feel like I didn't really have to with the in-pen because it is so, like, technical but it, and tech-savvy. Yeah. But, it's, okay, I wouldn't – is it, like, super technical? But it, it feels – like, it looks like it's easy to use. It's a good technical. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. No, no, I said that, and then when you said that, I was like, oh, crap, I just made it sound like it's, like, you have to learn it. It is not, like, building loop oh. where you have to, like, read directions. No, it's super easy. Super, like, self-explanatory. And I didn't mention this before, but it also has a reminder for your long-acting insulin, which I love because if you're like me and you're a airhead, a pinhead, you, you are not forget things all the time. Stop. Oh, my God. No, I literally am. I do have a really tiny head. Oh, my but- <laughs> Lord. I can't with you. Um, but... It's, like, so nice for stuff like that because it'll send you a notification to be like, hey, it's time to take your long-acting insulin. Um, and it'll also remind you, it, like, you can set up, uh, I don't know if this is the right word, but, like, parameters that if you don't take insulin between, like, say for morning, like, 8.45 and 10, it'll, at 10, it'll send you a notification that says, like, hey, did you forget to take insulin for breakfast? We noticed you haven't taken any, which is so nice because, again, if you're like me and you're an airhead, you forget Stop. stuff all the time. No more negativity. If Miriam were on here, <laughs> she would be on you about this. Um, but, yeah, no, that sounds, like, super helpful. And it's interesting because, obviously, like, a lack of insulin can also contribute to ketones. Um, but obviously mm-hmm. skipping a meal should never contribute to that. Um, mm-hmm. But it just made me think of that because TBT to when I had ketones from a stomach bug and my blood sugar was like 180 um, oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. That was scary. But thank you to all the all the people that helped, the community members who told yeah. me to calm down and drink fluids. Uh, <laughs> no one told me to calm down, but still. Um, this is real. This is me. But Sarah, I love you. I miss you. Come back to New I York, love you. please. I know. Uh, come visit me. I know. I need to come. But thanks. Let's just like meet in Philadelphia. It's so close. Yeah, to both we can of go us. hang out with the the Sapien twins and Emily, Mackie. Yeah. T one D Emily Joe. Yes. <laughs> I only know people by their Instagram handles. Somehow. I know. I know. I said that, and I was like, oh shit, what's her name? L O. What's her real name? Oh my god. Maybe we should edit that part out. Sorry, Emily. Um, no, no. But you have a great name. Three Emilys in one room. Hell yeah. Um, also, I know. 
Yeah. Okay. Words are hard. So basically I'm wrapping up this episode now, um, before we go off on more bizarre tangents, um, keep us posted on your pump break, Sarah. It sounds like it's invigorating yes. and I think it's a pump. I don't know. What do you call permanent vacation? Um, pump MBI. retirement. Oh yeah. Pump retirement. I like that. Permanent pump vacation is just multiple daily injections. My pump is retired. Oh, wow. It's not working anymore. It'll be, oh my God, <laughs> just like our pancreases. So yeah. on that note, um, if you go on a pump break or if you use a companion medical in-pen, please tag us. We want to hear what you have to say and share our stories. Uh, tag us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals, but also be sure to follow us and follow us on Facebook at pancreas pals PP. Um, follow Sarah, who is at the diabetic cactus on Instagram, and she is keeps it real, keeps it fresh, keeps it fun. Um, there are plenty of yeah. cats in her stories and oh my god, fun travels. I'm going to my mom's house tomorrow, so Amazing. get ready for the cats. This won't be up tomorrow, but lol. So now everyone will know. Maybe it will. Maybe you'll see the cats by the time this goes live again. Oh, my God. I just love them. She loves cats. Don't get me started. I'm more of a dog gal, but alas. <laughs> we, uh, no, you have to meet my mom's cats. You'll be in love. We're, uh, we're still friends. We're bridging that cat gap. All right, guys. <laughs> have a, an amazing 2020, and may your good shugs continue. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.